0: Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Puerto Rico's debt restructuring entering its final stage. Full COVID vaccines required for U.S. immigrant visas effective October 1st. 75% of Latin America and Caribbean population still not fully vaccinated. Norway to send emergency medical team to Haiti and Jamaican sprinter to be honored with Lifetime Achievement Award. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, September 2nd. We start our report today in Puerto Rico. The bond buyer reports that Puerto Rico's debt restructuring is now entering its crucial final stage, one that will determine the island's future for financial trajectory. The groundwork for this restructuring was established on June 30, 2016 when Congress enacted the Puerto Rico Oversight Management and Economic Stability Act, or PROMESA, to exercise its territorial powers over Puerto Rico by creating a seven-member Financial Oversight and Management Board to oversee the island's return to fiscal responsibility and access to capital markets. Over the last four years, Puerto Rico's creditors and oversight board have engaged in protracted litigations and at times highly contentious negotiations. Now as a possible resolution emerging in the pending proceedings before the federal district court, Judge Laura Taylor Swain, the board as Puerto Rico's representative, seeks court approval of a debt adjustment plan this November. Through the debt adjustment plan, the board seeks approval of a settlement that would reduce the Commonwealth's overall debt and other claims from $35 billion of creditor claims to $7.4 billion of new debt. The plan places an inordinate financial burden on public pensioners by imposing an across-the-board 8.5 pension cut on those receiving more than $1,500 a month in benefits while freezing benefits for judges and teachers. The Board has argued these pension cuts and freezes are necessary as a matter of bankruptcy law based on recent cases under Chapter 19 of the Bankruptcy Code, the municipal restructuring process on which Promisa is primarily based. The Jamaican Observer reports that all age-appropriate applicants for U.S. immigrant visas worldwide would be required to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 for consideration effective October 1, 2021. This is according to the latest update from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC said that if COVID-19 vaccines listed for emergency use by the World Health Organization or listed or authorized for emergency by use for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is available to the applicant, the eligible applicant must complete the COVID-19 vaccine series in addition to all other necessary vaccines. Applicants may also request a waiver based on religious or moral convictions, but the CDC said the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service will determine if this type of waiver is granted. This requirement does not apply to non-immigrant visas, classes such as tourist or student visas. Last week, the CDC announced that people who are applying for the U.S. Green Card and are eligible for COVID-19 vaccines will be required to be fully vaccinated against the respiratory illness. Japan American Health Organization Director Dr. Carissa F. Ethian warned that 75% of the population in Latin America and the Caribbean has yet to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and reported that the Pan American Health Organization is accelerating its drive to expand vaccine access throughout the region. More than a third of countries in our regions have yet to vaccinate 20% of their population, and in some places, coverage is much lower. Dr. Ethian said that a total of 540 million COVID-19 vaccine doses must be delivered to ensure that all countries in Latin America and the Caribbean can cover Cover at least 60% of their populations, so we must expand vaccine access in our region, especially in places that are lagging," she said. The Pan American Health Organization launched a fresh drive for donations. We are working to draw the attention of developing countries to the urgent need to donate vaccines to Latin America and the Caribbean. In addition, The Pan American Health Organization is using its revolving fund to procure vaccines for member states. Already, it has received a request from 24 countries for COVID-19 vaccines, which will be available in the final quarter of this year and in 2022. We are also thinking ahead and making plans to significantly improve regional vaccine manufacturing capacity, Dr. Ethian said. Just last week, we launched a new platform that convenes partners around a shared vision of boosting state-of-the-art vaccine production in Latin America and the Caribbean. The first initiative under the platform is to facilitate the transfer to the region of the MRN vaccine technology used in highly effective COVID-19 vaccines. The Pan American Health Organization has received 32 proposals from private and public companies that want to participate in this endeavor. Finally, Dr. Ethian urged countries to prioritize the most vulnerable for vaccination, such as the elderly, health workers and those living with pre-existing conditions. The Norwegian government has decided to send an expanded emergency medical team to Haiti to assist the country in the aftermath of the earthquake on August 14th. That was followed by a devastating tropical storm. The supplies and equipments are provided by the Directorate for Civil Protection and the Norwegian Directorate of Health. The health services in Haiti were already under pressure before the natural disaster struck. Haiti has now requested assistance from Norway in connection with the response. We are therefore sending a specially trained emergency medical team of around 30 people. We are also sending supplies to set up a clinic in the affected area and equipment for a camp to accommodate the team and other humanitarian aid workers. The team will be equipped to treat a minimum of 100 patients per day. Norway will provide an expanded emergency medical team, which includes health, logistics and security personnel, as well as personnel to run the camp where the team and other workers will. Stay. After Norway has completed its mission, the equipment will be donated to the Haitian authorities for further use. The Norway EMT team is scheduled to depart for Haiti on September 6. Approximately 2,200 people have died and over 12,000 are injured. Very few of Haiti's inhabitants have been vaccinated against COVID 19, and there are fears that cholera and other infectious diseases will spread quickly in the wake of the disasters. Latin America and the Caribbean will grow in 2021, although the pandemic remains present and the crisis worsened the region's long-standing structural problems to include low investment and productivity, labor informality, unemployment, inequality, and poverty. That is why recuperating investments and employment, especially in environmentally sustainable sectors, is key to a transformative and inclusive recovery, the Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean said upon presenting a new edition of one of its most important annual reports. The organization's executive secretary, Alicia Barcina, unveiled the Economic Survey of Latin America and the Caribbean 20. labor dynamics and employment policies for sustainable and inclusive recovery beyond the COVID-19 crisis. The Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean updated its regional growth projections for this year to 5.9% and warned that the region will experience a deceleration in 2022 with an estimated expansion of 2.9%. There are important irregularities between developed countries and middle income nations, which includes the majority of countries in Latin America and the Caribbean, both with regard to the vaccination dynamic as well as the capacity to implement policies for the economic recovery. The report stresses the need to bolster regional, sub-regional, and national development banks with the aim of increasing lending capacity and the capacity to respond to the pandemic and to establish a multilateral sovereign debt restructuring mechanism to handle the obligations contracted with private creditors. We must expand the toolbox of innovative instruments for improving access to financing and include middle-income countries in all initiatives involving debt relief and access to concessional liquidity. GDP must not be the sole criteria for evaluating countries' development levels and needs. We must move from graduation to gradation, Barsina emphasized. And finally, Jamaican's champion sprinter Veronica Campbell-Brown is set to receive a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Sixth Annual People Profiles Award Ceremony, which will be held at the Sunrise Civic Center in Sunrise, Florida on September 5th. She will be honored at a black tie event for her exceptional career as a track and field athlete. Campbell Brown is the most decorated athlete in Jamaica's history. She has won more than 46 awards at the international competitions. Upon being presented with the Lifetime Achievement Award, she will join an esteemed group of previous winners, including singer-actress Melba Moore, Oliver Samuels and leone Forbes of Jamaica, and scientist Pepe Ramnott of Trinidad and Tobago. Other honorees include the late Florida Congressman Al C. Hastings, basketball star Dwayne Wade, and motivational speaker Les Brown. Receiving the award with Campbell Brown will be 11 additional honorees, including Lester Hines, writer for the Gleaner Jamaican Newspaper, who will be presented with the Outstanding Journalist of the Year Award. Veronica Campbell Brown, 39, was born in Clarkstown. A retired track and field sprinter who represented Jamaica, she specializes in the 100 and 200 meters. She won eight Olympic medals and is just the second woman in history to take home two consecutive medals in a 200-meter event. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Thursday, September 2nd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.